What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, this is Pia Baranchini, and welcome to Everything is the Best, the podcast where I get vulnerable and make others do it with me. The goal here is to deep dive into interesting people's journeys, finding common denominators, and hopefully making you feel not so alone. So let's laugh, let's cry, and let's get inspired to live our best lives. Okay, Ramona, hi. Hi, Pia. Or should I say aloha, Pia? I know. We need to talk about how Ramona and I met, how many, what, 15 years ago? I mean, yeah, at least in somewhere around 2005 or 2006. Yeah, that's when I moved to New York. Yes. I had the craziest, Ramona was like the coolest girl. I mean, still is, but like in the bar, like in my, our like world of like, like Ramona would walk in and she always had, oh my God, you know what's funny that I just now I'm saying it. So Ramona always had little bows in her hair and now she has little clips. And Carmela always has a little bow in her hair. Oh, yeah. Well, I specifically wore these glitter clips for you. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like As- arms full of butterfly tattoos and like just like the biggest smile and so cool and really intimidating in a cool way. And then just like little bows in her hair. <laughs> yes, and I there I was thinking about you last night. Remember that when we were at um, that bar on Spring Street with the frozen margaritas yeah. and we had the same Reformation dress on. Yeah. Yours was in black and mine was in blue. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I feel like you sweet and I. Sweet and vicious. Have, yeah. Yeah. Sweet and vicious. Thank you. I had thank my 21st birthday there. Oh my gosh, yes. I feel like you have seen the good sides of me, the bad sides of me. Should I publicly apologize for all the times that we got into a fight? No, it was me. It was you telling me I was acting like a fucking idiot. Well, now that we've cleared the air, I am so, so, so excited to be here with you today. Thank you for having me. Of course. Can you give like a quick, like literally what you were just telling me before we started recording about like, yeah, where you started and how you ended up here. Yeah, like how I'm exiled in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, (laughs) New Yorker in the tropics, basically. Um, So yeah, so basically I am now an astrologer, an energy healer, and a meditation teacher. And this came about about 
five, I've almost been here five years, which is so trippy. I had a big mental health breakdown. That's Mm -hmm. the truth. I was on the global marketing team at Spotify. I had manifested my dream job, which was to plan brand experiences all over the world. I was ripping around first class on Delta. I had diamond (laughs) status. Oh no, no, that's Davide's dream. Yeah, I mean, let me tell Davide that you got to work for that, okay? You know, it is not like just like something. It was work. But yeah, I was. And and so here I am and I am just ripping around the world and I'm not taking care of myself. I have been sober. You know, I've been in the program since I was 25. So there was a little bit of self-awareness in terms of, well, I wasn't putting needles in my arm anymore and I wasn't drinking like just Jägermeister, but I was Mm -hmm. sort of toting this baseline of Mm self-care. Simultaneously, I was calling off a relationship with someone that I was engaged to be married to. And between the heartbreak, the burnout, the the trauma of my childhood finalizing, finally coming to the surface. Mm-hmm. I just decided to move to Hawaii. I, I'm a big God person, so I may yeah. say God, the universe. I really believe that this was already my path. I just had to get out of the way to get here. So I decided to leave my big corporate job at the top of my game. I was literally, people were like, what are you doing? Yeah. Don't do this don't leave. Like, are you crazy? And I was just like, I have to go. Like, I'm not okay. I'm not healthy. I'm sick. And I need to go do this in the middle of nowhere. So here I was, I packed up all my belongings. I was living in Los Angeles at the time, but you know, going to New York all the time, we can't ever really quit New York. Like, who no. are we kidding, right? And I came to Hawaii and a month after I got here, I was enrolled in a three-year healing school program. So I went to a healing school called Sacred Path Healing that is here in Hawaii. I had been coming to see my teacher for quite some time as an energy healer. I would sort of come to Hawaii and, you know, be like, it's the quick fix, right? Like Mm. I would be like, oh, I'll go to Hawaii for a week and then like go back to work. And that was never sustainable. And so for three years, I studied energy medicine. I studied the chakra system. I studied the effects of stress and trauma on the body. I learned to meditate. I learned to teach meditation. And most importantly, Mm -hmm. I learned astrology. So I've been getting astrology readings since I was 27, which is what they call your Saturn return, your first growth spurt in your astrology chart. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, astrology was like playing a musical instrument for me. Mm. I was like, whoa, I could get in the charts. My first astrology teacher was really like, wow, Ramona, you're really picking up on this. And so the point of this whole thing was that I discovered my purpose, Mm. which was to learn to love myself wholeheartedly so I can inspire other people to do the same. I know. I know. I like to call myself a self-love advocate because (laughs) I know because we all just, well, no one says that. I mean, nobody feels that way. Yeah. Everyone hates themselves. Like I'm not going to pretend like I'm not going to be namaste to you guys and be like, Oh, I live in Hawaii. So I love myself. No, it is a struggle. And astrology has become my intuitive road dog. Mm. So What I use astrology for is to, for self-discovery. It's data points to see how I operate skillfully and unskillfully in the world. Good and bad. That's a good way to put it. I don't like, I had a meeting with someone the other day 
And I was like, what sign are you? Like, I could just pick up some. I was like, what sign are you? And she was like, oh, I'm Gemini. And I was like, oh my God, my daughter's Gemini. And I was like, you have the same kind of energy as like the other Geminis that I have in my life. And there's not that many. And she was like, I don't believe in that stuff. And I just, and it's like thinking to myself, like, and obviously to each his own. And I know that it sounds kooky to some people, but like, I always say like this, like if, if the, if the moon makes waves on planet earth, how do you think you're above that gravitational pull? How do you think that all the planets are not affecting your body? It's just so, it's an easy way to be like, I'm not like, it's too big to think about almost. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so like in each of your charts, so I have your chart, Davide's and Carmela's chart, which Carmela, great name. I, I don't think I ever got to have a moment. <laughs> I'm dead over the name. Okay. So the idea <laughs> is that this is your authentic astrological DNA. Mm-hmm. Within the chart, we can see what your karma is, how you <gasps> communicate. What yes. your karma is? Yes. So I define karma as our biggest lessons. In this Shit. Place. Okay. I make, I have a couple of clients that I work with. We do all of her marketing based on the astrology chart of her brand. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so, yeah. So a lot of this is just about intuition. Mm-hmm. about being aligned with something that is coordinates based on your time of birth and the location. And to just kind of give a h- quick history, astrology has been a tool that they've been using for centuries. Yeah, Kings kept an astrologer in the castle to predict weather, war. Princess Diana was super tight with her astrologer. Like Aww. astrology, yeah. So What I thought we could do today, this is one of my favorite things to do, is let's look at the chart of your family and let us see how all of you operate in the world and (laughs) give you, as the mother, some data points on discovering how to work in a different way with your baby. This is so perfect because she's brand new to work with your husband and yeah, to just understand everyone a little bit differently. Okay, my people, it's 2022. It's time to nourish your body because that just really allows you to transform your life. You all know that I'm on this journey right now. And let me tell you who can help. Sakara Life, because with Sakara's delicious plant-rich meal delivery program and functional wellness essentials, you can be in the driver's seat of your own health and experience a true transformation. Sakara is a wellness company anchored in food as medicine and on a mission to nourish your body through the power of plants. Sakara gives you the tools you need to transform your life with their organic ready-to-eat meal delivery program and functional wellness essentials. This is almost too easy. It's too good to be true. Their nutritionally designed, chef-crafted breakfasts, lunches, and dinners are made with powerful plant-based ingredients. I don't know how they do it, but it shows up fresh on your doorstep, like in the early, early morning, no matter wherever you are. And it really helps to boost your energy, support your digestion, curb all those sugar cravings, and in turn, you get that skin glowing. The Sakara shop is also stocked with functional plant-rich products and wellness essentials to help you create the body you feel strong and vibrant in, like their best-selling metabolism super powder. And if you follow me on Instagram, you see me posting about this all the time. It tastes like chocolatey goodness. They also have plant protein bars, teas, and their newest functional snack, a super seed plus nut blend. 
Sakara has received rave reviews from Vogue, Goop, the New York Times. Do you even need to know anymore? Because those are really at the top, right? Right now, Sakara is offering our listeners 20% off their first order when they go to sakara.com slash best or enter code best at checkout. That's sakara, S-A-K-A-R-A dot com slash best to get 20% off your first order. Sakara.com slash best. Well, hello, I'm Katie Maloney, and you probably know me from a little show called Banner Bumber Rolls. I've been labeled all kinds of things, a bitch, a bully, and a mean girl. But there is so much more to a person than what you see on TV. Tune in every Friday as I talk to some of my friends and castmates, celebrities, comedians, medical professionals, and maybe some political figures. And by the time we're done, you're going to love me. I have to tell you too, when I was pregnant, and by the way, for everybody listening, I, I never even really talked to you about it, but like that little session, that healing session that you and I had, and by the way, it's very hard for me to do stuff like that. And I haven't since, and I really, really like to do more with you because I feel like I'm at the point in my life where I'm peeling the layers off of an onion. But that little session, I feel like was really integral to getting me into a good mental place before I got pregnant. Oh, well, we did a lot of work on, I had my two healing school friends working on you and we really worked <laughs> on your body and your womb and mm-hmm. energetically, we were just charging that area up to, um, oh, I'm going to cry to help <laughs> you. <laughs> Super emotional. You should be because it's a big thing because I think, I think it's really, I think so many women have fertility issues and it gets so medical and like we forget about the God stuff and we're like not leaving a lot of grace for God. And so, you know, I have so many friends who do IVF, but then like the first embryo won't stick. And I always say, well, people, that's just like God stuff. Like there also is like, you have to make room for divine timing too. Right. So I think that, I mean, it, I, yeah, I, I was told I could never get pregnant like, or that I could, but it, she wouldn't stay. And so I really feel like and my energy had shifted in a place where like there was room for her to come. And I was trying to force it at a time where she wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. And I do a lot of work with this stuff, which is I am a God practitioner. As much as mm-hmm. I want to say I'm a, an astrologer, I'm, I am someone you come to to find your connection to higher consciousness, whether mm-hmm. you want to call it God, Bob, the universe, whatever that is. I'm a practitioner that can help you get there. You also um, are really fun, like on the table at Marquee. Take <laughs> <laughs> me, please. I would love to be on the table at Marquee one night, one night only. Let me get the gang back together. We so we can do one like throwback, like us in our like late thirties, like, <laughs> like pushing forward. Like someone needs to do a big 40th birthday party, like all the old spots. Um, I'll fly in. Just let me know who's if it's coming up. I will fly in for it. I'm free. Um, yeah. And one, another fun thing that we can do like with pregnancy, I am a, this, it is a spiritual thing. Mm -hmm. It is calling in a soul to come in and it's such a beautiful thing. And then once you start to look at the charts to see how you guys are all connected. So as I go through this, feel free to jump in. It's better when it's conversational, obviously, but what I'll start with is the sun sign. So most people know their sun sign, like Biggie Smalls raps about it. What's your name? What's your sign? Right. (laughs) So like the idea is the sun sign is who you are. 
Okay. It's really where you shine. So as I'm looking at your astrology chart, as I'm just going through, what you'll hear me say is the sign. So what is your astrological sign? The sign is really what you are. Okay. And then you'll, you'll hear me say that it's in a house. The house is just really about energy within, they all have a theme to them. And then I'll say this planet in this house, in this sign. So it kind of is a way for us to interpret all of these things. So you are my Italian Scorpio. I mm-hmm. mean, literally. <laughs> and your husband is our Italian Leo. Like, I know, it's I a lot. His, yeah, as soon as I pulled his chart, I was like, oh, okay, this makes sense. <laughs> and I have similar energy, which is really interesting as I'm reading charts. I often read people with the same energy as me. Oh, cool. So, what does it mean to be a Scorpio with your sun sign in the 12th house? And you also have one, two, three, four, five planets in Scorpio. So you really embody this energy. Oh my so God. Scorpio is about intensity. Yeah. <laughs> it is deep transformation. Our sweet Pia has always been very, intense, very misunderstood. You know, she is not afraid to express herself, you know, watching you come into yourself on your platform and being really vulnerable embodies your Scorpio elements. It really Mm -hmm. is about a need for deep involvement. You're not really that interested in small talk. You wanna Mm -hmm. go there. You wanna like, it's ruled by Pluto, which is power. So there's power and your husband is a Leo ruled by the sun, he's the king. So we can get through a little bit of that Uh, in a minute. The power struggle that you two will embody Mm -hmm. with those archetypes. So the archetype of the Scorpio is the detective and the sorcerer. The archetype of the Leo is the king. So those are really interesting energies around power. So what I like to say in the time, yeah. (laughs) And like, and your daughter is a Gemini. And one thing to know about Geminis is they roll better in a pair. So yeah. So like, it's probably better either for her as she grows to either be one-on-one or one with two or two and two. The Gemini is all the twins. They're always searching for their twin. Mm -hmm. So, and it's a lot of duality. So you'll see her one minute. She's happy. One minute. I already noticed that. Yeah. Yeah. And, but then you get into her rising sign and her moon sign like she's a Cancer Moon and a in a in a Tar or excuse me she's a Taurus Moon and a Cancer Rising. That baby needs tons of touch. She needs to be touched. She needs to be held. Cancers, you have to hug them. You will have to hug her and touch her and cute. pet her. Yeah, she's cute because, <laughs> because yeah because I'm really excited about it because Taurus Moon Taurus is ruled by Venus. I love a Taurus. Oh, me too. Yeah, Carly's the, a Taurus. Yeah. Carly's a Taurus. And it's just like, they're going to be very stable. This Speaking baby- of Carly, <laughs> not to interrupt, but our friend, so we have a friend named Polly who owns Uncle Polly. And they have a daughter named Lola who's a Gemini. And Polly, like a couple months after Carmela was born, we were like out one night and he like walks by. We were like at the same restaurant. And then like he walked over and like pulled up a chair and sat down next to us. And he was like, yo, Davide. 
I'm from Queens. I don't believe in this astrology shit, but fucking Geminis are real. <laughs> oh yeah, and they're both Leos, I think. Polly's a Leo and so is Davide. Mm-hmm. So they're going to have that same interesting energy with the Gemini. And so when we're talking about, okay, so let me just, I'm going to go in a little bit on Carmela's chart because I think reading the baby is like the sweetest yeah. <laughs> two of you. But so our moon sign is how we express. Got it. it our emotional center. So her moon sign is in Taurus. What is yours in? Scorpio. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is too, girl. Wait. Oh, no, yours is in Aries. Oh, my God. Are we the same? Oh, yeah, group? I forgot that mine's in Aries. That was the other one. I was like, it's I'm Aries, Aries or Aries. You're a sun Scorpio with an Aries moon. I'm a sun Aries with a Scorpio. So anyway, so back to the Taurus. I mean, it is all about beauty and aesthetic and stability. It's very overcautious and it can be too security orientated. So as you're dealing with a baby who is a Gemini, Gemini sun, sun sign in the 12th house means that she is the journalist. She's a Mm. talker. She's the storyteller, even as she's crying. She's happy and she's cooing. She's crying and she's sad. And that Taurus moon, the way she emotionally expressed, she is on her lower vibrational side too security orientated. Mm. So how do you work with that in a baby? You hold that baby a little bit longer. Yeah. You give her those tools of weighted blankets of that. Yeah. You know, they have those little swaddle things. The baby I used to nanny for wore that weighted swaddle way long after she did <laughs> it because that's that, you know, and they're really stable. She's going to be a really practical kid. She's going to love to like make she art. She seems really practical. Yeah. She seems like she's been here before. Like people who don't say that have said that to her, that she's very like, she's super like observant and feels very she feels grounded. Well, she has one, two, three, four planets in Taurus. She has her 12th house is ruled by Taurus and mm-hmm. Gemini. So the 12th house is the house of karma, the house of past lives. So to have that stable, her moon and sun are there. So mm-hmm. yes, she definitely, that is the last sign of the Zodiac. So it's the oldest sign of the Zodiac. Whereas you move into the, the Aries is the first sign of the Zodiac. That is the baby. Right. As she expresses in a very steadfast, sensual, she's going to be sensual, physical. It's very physical body. Mm -hmm. So always making sure that her physical body is activated during times of trouble or times of, you know, it's a good way to comfort her. Yeah. And then with the cancer rising. So the rising sign is really like what we're growing into. I mean, cancer is ruled by the moon. And as we know, the moon cycles every month. It's it's constantly in a new sign, like every couple of days. Mm-hmm. So that on top of her Gemini energy, you know, she needs to kind of keep it moving a little bit, <laughs> cycling through. And then if we take it back to you, which is our Italian Scorpio, Your life is about cycles. Mm -hmm. It is about transformation. It's about regeneration. It's about, it's about complexity towards change. Cool. So if we were just to, yeah. And if I can, because I know you. I was going to say, you knowing me, it's interesting, especially knowing me for such a long time. Like, 
Yeah. I always wonder what people who met me, like at the time you met me, who like will be like, oh, like if I pop up on someone's Instagram who like knew me from New York, it's probably like, whoa, like I didn't think that that's what Pia would be doing. (laughs) But but now it all makes sense. (laughs) So here's why. Number one, all of the phases that you have gone through, Mm -hmm. all of the different I don't want to say identities because it's, but you know what I mean? Like totally. you've had a different, you've had a, a, a variety of different avenues that you've explored, right? Yeah, totally. That is very Scorpio because mm-hmm. it's all about cycles. And as we get into your moon sign, that's very Aries. Oh. Aries is the pioneer, the daredevil, um, mm. the survivor. Mm. And it's very much courage and fear in the same breath. So it's ruled by Mars. Your sun sign is ruled by Pluto. Those are both power. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, but like, they're also sex. So there's a yeah, I had a lot of that. <laughs> yeah, me too, girl. <laughs> <laughs> me too, girl. But had I known this a hundred years ago when I met you, yeah. it would be- You would have been like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I would have been like, just let her, let that Scorpio Aries alone. Let her just fucking be intense and crazy. Like, because that Aries energy in your fifth house of creativity, it's about passion and power. It's about starting a bunch of things and stopping, right? Which is like- Like literally, yeah, totally. Yeah, and so now, okay, let's get into your husband because I feel like I've just left him out a little bit. Um. Well, we are dealing with a Leo sun, a Leo moon, and a Leo rising. So you might as well just bow down to your king, my friend. The Leos are, I'm a Leo rising. So He's a lot. He's, yes, he's. <laughs> I'm a lot. He's a lot. Yeah, but we mean it in, 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 in two different realms. So they're self-assured, they're self-confident, they're dynamic, they're mm-hmm. creative, big hair, big energy, mm-hmm. like big emotions like he's not they're also so fun and remember that the king archetype is needs to serve his kingdom Mm. and have his kingdom serve him our next sponsor is really one of my favorites and something that i think is so important to add to your life especially in this new year BetterHelp is not a crisis line. It's not a self-help line. It's professional counseling that's done securely online. I think this is genius for multiple reasons. One, you are not limited to therapists in your area. You can go on the website, you can sign up, and within 24 hours, you can be connected to a therapist. And if you don't like that therapist, it's totally no big deal. Just switch it up and you don't have to drive to a different office or wait in a waiting room. You will get timely and thoughtful responses from your new therapist, and you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is available. We have no excuses, right? It's time to be our best self. The service is available for clients worldwide. Find a particular expertise that you need online, and really, again, like don't limit yourself to counselors near you. Anything you share is completely confidential. It's convenient. It's professional. It's affordable. And listen, if you don't believe me, you can go to the testimonials posted daily on their website. 
If you want to start living a happier life today as a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash Pia. There are a million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of BetterHelp. Again, that is betterhelp.com slash Pia. This is literally exactly like when he gave up his job to move here because he couldn't be like a provider and because he couldn't be creating things, he was broken for two years. Like he, it was like he, the light was out. He just, oh. he felt like he completely lost his power. And now it's like he thrives with power, like mm-hmm. with being able to perform. And he really does want, like mm-hmm. if he comes home and the house is a mess, even though I've had, it's like, but this is what's funny. It's like, I feel like these are the little things that create like little arguments in a home where he's like, why isn't the house clean when I get home? Like I worked really hard all day. Like he almost wants like us bowing to him, not in like a weird, like you're a woman, but it's kind of like, I had a really hard day and like, I want to be able to come home and feel respect for the day that I had. And my dad was the same. Oh yeah. Oh gosh. Your dad. Oh, that's yeah. beautiful. Um, <laughs> But yeah, he's the king. He needs to be treated as such. <laughs> you know, and I think when we get into that Leo energy, it is very impressive. He, he it, it is very creative, dramatic. I'm sure he's like a dramatic Italian. Yes, everything. Right? Like, but it's also a little bit too self-centered mm-hmm. and a little bit vain and mm-hmm. a little bit stubborn. So oh my to God. in a circle, yeah, which- A little all, bit. Yeah, and <laughs> all three, <laughs> Yeah, and all three of you going back to your moon signs and your emotional states mm. are all kind of stubborn. Yeah. You know, the Taurus moon is stubborn. The baby is stubborn. She will be stubborn and you can see that as you're trying to get her comfortable in her life as a human being and you see that in your husband who does want that sort of bow down to me as the king and the Aries who wants to just be like me, 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 Mm. (laughs) all about me, (laughs) which Mm -hmm. is so you. So (laughs) that's really the sun, moon and rising. So how do you work with your Gemini daughter and your Leo husband? Your Gemini is going to just need a lot of variety. So when she is struggling in a life moment, try to just change it up. So I did yesterday. Yeah. She, it was like, she woke up pissed from a nap. She's a generally very easy baby. And she woke up mad from a nap. And it was super confusing to me because like all the stuff didn't work. Like I was like, okay, she's not hungry. Like she doesn't want to sit down and eat. I like put her in the bath. She loves the bath and she was mad. And I was like, okay, we gotta, I gotta start dancing. Like I gotta like, turn on music and dance. And that like, held her over for like 15 minutes or what we've noticed now. And it's like, I also don't want to create bad habits where it's like, I also don't, I see parents who like try to overstimulate their child to mm-hmm. prevent them from crying. And I think that's a, I, I don't, that's not something that works for our house, but I do think that like taking her like little things, like we walk her to the window and we count the cars that go by. Like she loves that. She has to be like redirected sometimes. Mm-hmm. And she just is going to need a little bit more variety in her life. Cool. Whereas like you and Davide are fixed signs. So you're 
a little bit more sustainable in that regard. You like to sort of be in the middle of things. Mm. And then your your Aries moon would put you at the beginning of starting things. So yeah, yeah. so she needs variety. She needs, she is going to be a talker. I can see that for, you know, she's got four planets in Gemini. Her 12th house is ruled by Gemini, but her Mercury, the planet of communication is also in Gemini. Mm. So as she grows up, getting her comfortable writing and journaling and storytelling because the Gemini is the journalist. So, you know, I like to say those things to new moms because it's like, yeah, that's something that your kid is going to naturally enjoy because she's a Gemini. I mean, I wish someone would have read my chart when I was, you know, like, and, and that's a way. And so she is going to communicate with you sometimes and be like, mom, I love this mom. I don't love this. I want to do this. I don't want to do this. And the way you just roll with that Gemini is just allowing them that space Mm -hmm. to experience one or the other. Which I think yeah. is really good for Davide to hear because there's times where she'll get fussy and he'll put her down and be like, I like, I'm telling you not to be fu-. like him, the like he'll be like, I'm t- like, I can't deal with this right now. I just came home from work. I'm like, you're being really fussy. And I know that it sounds crazy that he's doing that to a child, but he feels like she's like, like he's like, she's smart. She knows what I'm saying. But I'm, but some, yeah. But sometimes I'm like, this will be an interesting battle because she doesn't want, she needs to like ebb and flow a little bit, not in a crazy way, but she needs to ebb and flow. And he's very like, why aren't you listening to me? Yeah. And she is not, she will be indecisive. That is, you know who's a Gemini? Sean Kinney. (laughs) That's funny. I never realized that. Yes. So like, and, and Davide's desire to create, okay, his Mercury is also in Leo, in the first house. So you and Carmela both have your sun signs in the 12th house. So that really is about, it really is karma. It's about where you feel suffering, where you feel confinement. It's mystery in the sun sign of who you are. Okay. So discovering who you are. Whereas like Davide is in the first house, his son signed the first house, who you are, your identity, his Mercury is right there in Leo as well. So that would tell me like, he's also a creative communicator. So as he's dealing with the baby, how can his creative inspiration inspire their connection, right? He Mm. will probably be an art dad who would want to like do art with the baby or read books with the baby or storytell with the baby or make a a storybook with the baby because it's so much about creativity, pleasure, joy, heart. It's very heart. The Leo is the heart. Hmm. It is heart centered. (laughs) Yeah, it's a lion. So it's like, you know, when he is not in his heart, that's when you will experience this other side, this this very selfish, overbearing, arrogant. Yeah, because it's like he's trying to get control. Yeah, because he's the king. The king is losing his kingdom. (laughs) And as his wife, as his Scorpio wife, you can simply say, babe, you're not in your heart. Can I help you get to your heart? Totally. What can I do? Or not even saying anything, knowing how to just do that. That was interesting. It's 
when we first started dating, we would have fights where there, this was happening, where instead of me just comforting him and being like, you're being heard, like, I, I understand what you're saying. Like, I would try to battle him for power. And we would have, we had fights that it's so funny to like, see how like, well, we get along now and everything. I mean, obviously relationships ebb and flow, who knows what we'll be in a year or five, 10 years from now. But at the beginning of our relationship, like when we were planning the wedding, my mom was like, there are a couple of times where I straight up thought that like this wedding was going to get called off over dumb shit because it was just like a power battle. (laughs) Oh yeah. And it's a big power battle with the two of you. Mm -hmm. Whereas like, and the Scorpios are mean, they're meanies. Like Mm -hmm. they will, they will, they'll bite you, Mm -hmm. you know, like in In like a little shitty way. Yeah. And they'll just like, you know, but I, but, but so your Mercury is in, Scorpio, <laughs> so <laughs> your desire to communicate very deeply, very intently, very intensely, mm-hmm. which is a lot of what you're doing right now, standing in your truth of talking about things that are uncomfortable, mm-hmm. being really open, you know, being someone that is saying like, it's okay to feel and transform like this. But when you're dealing with a Gemini and a Leo, you know, like it's sort of going to be your direction to transform it. One is going to be creative about it and one's going to help tell the story about it. So you just kind of align with those different energies as not the same. And yes, a hundred percent, the power struggle, the balance, like with the Leo really letting him have the time to be the king. Totally. And I have, and I, and it's funny because I think people in general, you know, when we talk to other couples and they'll say like, oh, we're going through this or like, you know, it's, I I think people want to fight so hard for what they want. And sometimes like the biggest power is giving it to somebody else. So it's like when he's happy, we're all so happy. And it's, it's almost, I, it's so like, it's so like, I don't want to, it almost seems like too, I feel weird saying it, especially just now because it it truly is me being like gender specific and like settling into being like a wife. Like I'm really taking that role, but like it really works for him, (laughs) for us, for me to just be like a loving wife to him and make him really feel because he is like our little king of our little tribe. And when it, when it's off and he's upset, it's like, why would I fight that for him? You know what I mean? Like there are things that often, like I don't say that are true that I would just never say to him because it's, I know that it would hurt him too much and it's fine. And I don't need to, like, I know it in myself, so I don't need to say it. You know what I mean? Like in terms of just like work or like finance stuff. And like, that's really when we talk to other couples, I'm like, you sometimes you have to just like practice, like it becomes a practice, which is like, I don't need to win this. It's almost like, instead of me winning, like, how can I make my partner feel good? Mm-hmm. And remember behind every King is a queen. Mm-hmm. Well, that's how, which, yeah. Yeah. Which <laughs> is like, that is, there is so much power in that. Mm-hmm. So you can activate your Scorpio Aries totally. power there being nurturing. I mean, the Scorpio is nurturing. It's a yin sign. So that's about nurturing. Let me see what the, 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 and then your other two counterparts are yang. 
So in a way, you guys are this beautiful yin and yang, right? And remember the the yin sign. So all of the signs have their either yin or yang. I had no clue. Yeah, they're, they all, there's a lot here. I mean, they all have a specific color. They all have a note in the musical notes and they're all either oh. yin or yin. Yeah, it's really great. What color is Scorpio? Um, hold on, let me pull it up here. Like bright red? Scorpio is green blue. Gemini is orangey, orangey yellow. Mm-hmm. So maybe try putting the baby in that color Such and see what color. happens. <laughs> and then Leo is straight up yellow. So oh. yeah, so it's like interesting. Sometimes when I'm doing marketing work and we're working on a campaign, I'm like, let's try these colors based on your astrology to see if that pushes the marketing narrative in a different direction. I forgot what I was just talking about. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yin and yang, yin and yang. So yeah. So like you are the nurturer, whereas the other two are yang. So they are going to be the action. You're feeling receptive. Their action they're going to want to take an action. It's masculine and feminine. Yin being the feminine, masculine being the masculine. And that's not about, those are not gender, right? Like we're learning that those are about how you feel and operate in the world. So now the next thing I wanted to look at, do you have any questions so far? No. Okay. Being very clear. The next thing I wanted to look at is what is everybody's Venus? Venus is my favorite planet in the Zodiac. It's what holds our love and happiness. So I like to look to see where the Venus is because that also contributes. So now we've talked about the sun, moon, and rising, mm-hmm. your astral. I like to call it your astrological DNA, who you are, how you feel, what you're growing into. We talked about how you communicate. Now let's talk about like what you love and how you love. So the baby is Venus first house cancer. So just keep kissing and touching and cooing <laughs> and petting. And she's going to be a really sensitive kid. Yeah. Cancers are, it's my dad out. was a cancer. He was. Sensitive. Oh, my, oh, yes. And I was always had to like touch his cheeks and pet his beard and hold his hand. And he was really physical with my mom. Oh, yeah, that is. And, you know, she's going to be a little moody. She's. <laughs> She's going to be a little defensive mm-hmm. and also cancers are a little insecure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, you really got to create emotional warmth and security for her. So maybe right now as she's growing, I mean, the baby phase is so wild, right? Like yeah. it, I was, I'm not a mom, but I did nanny for a three month old to about a one and a half year old. So I was very much. Oh, in- wow. Yeah, I was very much engaged in that time. And I would speak to her based on her astrology chart. Yeah. Right. So with the baby, the cancer rising, the Venus cancer, I would say it's really about continuing to tell her about safety, Mm. you know, and watch how she roll. Watch right now. The full moon is coming in at January 17th. So you know, the full moon is when all the energy is really big. It's when we birth. It's Mm -hmm. when we, it's when we cultivate the crops, the new moon comes around, the sky is dark. It's where we set a new intention. So you may want to consider with her a rising sign and a Venus being ruled by the sign of the moon. Pay attention to how she acts in the next couple of days. Okay. Yeah. And then like, 
I do these really dope new moon ceremonies where we're just following the cycle of the moon every month. We're connecting astrologically to that. Watch how her energy shifts as the moon goes full when it's very intense. Please text me if in the next I will. <laughs> if she's a little bit fussier. I'm just really curious about that. And then in the new moon, when she starts to calm down and she's setting a new intention for the month. So okay. her, do you have that app that has the leaps and stuff? Yeah. So like her leaps or her movements as she grows in this time where she's really growing, maybe it's about just being with her as a baby being like, here's the intention for your next month. My intention for you is that you feel really safe with me as you grow. And you feel, because at the end of the day, all the cancer rising, Venus and cancer needs is that emotional security. Our next partner has a product that I use literally every day. I started taking Athletic Greens my God, years ago at this point, because I just wasn't sure in my busy schedule, no matter how healthy I ate, that I was really getting everything that I needed. Supplements can be confusing. I just wanted to make sure that my baseline was good and anything extra was like extra credit. And so I really feel like waking up and taking one really honestly delicious scoop of athletic greens is the perfect baseline for health because you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, and whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and my favorite adaptogens, which really help with my mood. And it really just starts your day right. This special blend supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus. I mean, aging, everything. It's the best just in a glass of water in the morning, but you can also add it to any smoothie, you know, just get that stuff in your body. It really benefits me personally when it comes to my digestion. I know that my mom feels like she's ticking all her boxes in terms of like probiotics and aging stuff. And Davide, who, you know, survives on a pasta diet, is actually getting the nutrients that he needs to like be a human. (laughs) It's lifestyle friendly. So whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, you are good. It contains less than one gram of sugar. There are no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, no artificial anything. It supports better sleep quality and recovery, which you know is so important. Helps with mental clarity. It's just the one thing that has all the best things. Athletic Greens uses the best of the best and products really based on the latest science with constant product iterations and third-party testing. It's the best. Right now, it is time to reclaim your health. Like I can't keep saying enough, 2022. (laughs) Arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into, you know, kind of what we're in right now, which is the cold and flu season. It's just one scoop in your water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash best four. Again, that's athleticgreens.com best and the number four to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. I cannot say it enough that we plan for everything in our lives. And we work so hard to make our relationships work. And we really don't put the same amount of consideration into whether or not we want to have a child and preparing for that. That's why Modern Fertility was created. 
It's an easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home with a simple finger prick. You know, I always say you have to be your own advocate and this is it. You mail it in with a prepaid label and you get your personalized results in 10 days. You'll get insight into your hormone levels, your ovarian reserve, and other important fertility factors. The results go deep into what every hormone means, and you can talk one-on-one with a fertility nurse to review your results and options for next steps. Traditional testing with your doctor can cost over $1,000. And by the way, not a lot of them even say, let's do these tests, which happened to me. But Modern Fertility gets you the same information at $159. It's a fraction of the price. And if you go to modernfertility.com slash Pia, you can get $20 off your test. Also, if you have an HSA or FSA, you can put those dollars towards Modern Fertility. If you want kids today or maybe one day in the future, just get the clinically sound information you need about your body so you can make the decision that's right for you. Right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners, like I said, $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash Pia. That means your test will cost $139 instead of the hundreds or thousands it could cost at a doctor's office. Get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash Pia. That's modernfertility.com slash Pia. I would love to do something like that with her where I feel, you know, you always have these like intentions as a mom and then you're like, shit, time is passing. And like, her baby book isn't done or like, you know what I mean? Like my mom's always like, did you write that down? Like we have to write these things down. But I do think I have found myself at times like when we wake up in the morning, like looking in the mirror and being like, okay, today's going to be like such a good day. And everybody loves you so much. And like, look how cute you are. And like, look how much you're growing. And so that might be cool to really like do that on like a monthly basis. Yeah. And saying to her, you are safe with me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Saying to her, I am here to nurture you today. I am your emotional foundation as you grow into this thing. Because babies, it's trippy having a baby. I mean, as I said, I don't have one, but I was a nanny. So I was overseeing the livelihood of that sweet baby. That like subconsciously, and this is, I'm just going to go off track for just a second. Because... The work that I do in the energy healings is about acknowledging what each of the chakras is doing, right? And so when we're talking about this age of development, it is really a root chakra safety thing. Okay. I mean, I want to go back to the womb and I'm in my 40s. You know what I mean? That warmth and security and, you know, and so Mm -hmm. are you establishing that now in the energetic emotional foundation obviously her physical safety is there and I'm not saying but I do think it would be really good I always wonder like when you see kids who have like anxiety or like are freaked out about certain things like I always feel and like it she does cry like rent like she's a perfect schedule and she like totally follows it but there's times where she's just like rent like upset and I'm like she's feeling something that I don't that I can't read. And so to know that she just really needs to feel like safe and comfortable and so secure makes me feel like I can be like a better mom to her. Yeah. Soothing. She's a baby that needs different kinds of soothing. Then if she were an Aries, I would be like, that kid needs a little independence. Totally. Whereas like cancers are like, they're like little thumb suckers, you know, Mm -hmm. like they, she goes to sleep on her stomach with two fingers in her mouth. 
Yeah. And like, so the other thing I'm looking at in her chart is Chiron, the planet of healing is in Aries. So a lot of what she will experience in terms of healing is about herself. Mm. So as you're developing and being a parent is gnarly, like it's a hard job. And I want to say to all the moms listening and to say to you, you're going to fuck up your kids no matter yeah, totally. what. Yeah. yeah, like that's cosmic, that's spirituality at its best. Like yeah. everybody chose to come here and deal with this bullshit, but you can work with your baby in a really different way. So yeah, she needs a lot of soothing. She needs a lot of variety. She's going to talk your ear off. She's Lola talks all the time. Carly yeah. tells me, always talking. Sean Kenny talks all the time. All the time. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, okay, and then... Your Venus, Pia's Venus, <laughs> is in Scorpio. No, uh, slutty, yeah, so, a slut. I just, like, love this. I was just talking to my therapist about being a slut and how I was like, why does it matter if I'm slutty? Like, who cares? But it is, yeah, you're definitely sexual. You're definitely, which we know that about you. And it's very much, it's, you know, one thing about the Scorpios is it's very magnetic. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're the same with Davide being the Leo, where it's like they're very like beautiful. Mm-hmm. The Scorpio is like very magnetic, so people are really drawn to them. So I think when your Venus is, it's 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 intense love. It's it's emotional. It's deep. Like mm-hmm. you're not really just like you're you're probably not a how do I say like you're not someone that's just gonna be like okay yeah this is just like easy breezy yeah no I see relationships like my friends have relationships that are like so much different than ours like we need to constantly be talking and constantly tell each other how much we love each other and like constantly be touching and like all like we say I love you 45 times before we go to bed yeah it's in yeah. it's not where I see other people who are just sort of secure in that it's not like you're just so settled in that that it doesn't need to be said all the time. And we're very like intense about it. Yeah, because you're really intense. And then his cancer isn't I'm sorry, his Venus is in cancer. Oh. So the way in which your baby will need to be soothed the same as your husband. That's so, so funny. Yeah. So your little cuddle puddles that you guys have as a family, you can just be, they can be on one side of you and you can be petting one (laughs) and petting the other. And that's how it's going to be. His Chiron is also in cancer. Chiron again is the planet of healing in the sign of his emotions. So as the baby will really heal around herself, her identity he will really heal through his emotions, Mm. through being expressive. It's in the 11th house. So that is really a lot about the groups, about your authentic self who's ruled by Aquarius, you know? And then your Chiron is in Gemini in the seventh house. So that really is healing around how you communicate in relationships. So how you find your, because it's the seventh house is the house of relationships. So how you find your voice in relationships, which, you know, that that kind of makes a lot of sense based on everything I know about you. Like, isn't that sort of the journey that you've been on up until this point, being able to be truly authentically you, truly authentically yourself? I feel like everyone should do this when they 
are trying to figure out a career path. Oh, well, that gets me into the three houses of your careers. So those would be the second house, the sixth house, and the 10th house. So your second house is really your talents, your self-worth, your money. And you have Neptune and Capricorn, you have Sagittarius ruling that house. So that would tell me that it's a lot of big picture, it's publishing, it's the internet, it's global, it's Mm. foreign affairs, it's very self-righteous, it's philosophy, it's adventure exploring, which that's literally your career. Yeah. (laughs) And then your sixth house, which is your daily habitual house, your employees, is ruled by Aries. So that would tell me that you are, you're generating things. You're like, in your day to day, you're like, let's go motherfuckers. Like, let's get it. Let's get it. You might not always finish the project in the day to day. Exactly. (laughs) And then this is going to be good. You're going to love this. So what I want to say to that is when I'm helping people in their careers, because I do have a lot of clients that we look just at that. I say, so Pia, you need people on your team to help you in the middle and the end. Yep. You're going to come in and you're going to be like, boom, here's the idea. And then you're going to, it fizzles a little bit. That's so- literally my problem. Like we launched Rare and Genie Import and Co. And I'm like, who's doing the rest of this for me? <laughs> like I need someone to come in here and be like, here's our merch plan. Like, and I can press go, but like, I need someone to help to like lead this thing into the next steps for me. That's exactly what it is. And now we're transitioning from talking about your role as a mother to talking about your role as a CEO, which Mm -hmm. is very different here. Totally. And if you work with me long-term, we really transition you in your day-to-day from role to role. So I would say, all right, Pia, deep breath, get grounded, reestablish yourself. Now we're going into the day-to-day, which is Yes, you need to have independence in your day-to-day. You need to be left alone. You need to tell Davide and Carmela, I need privacy. Mm -hmm. I need to be left alone. No one come in because the Scorpio is a lot of secrets. It's also about retreating into my own time. And the same with this Aries. The Aries is all about a desire to be independent. And then we get into the 10th house. The 10th house is our house of Capricorn, our house of Saturn, our house of accomplishments. It sits at the top of the Zodiac chart. So it's about how we accomplish. Yours is in Virgo. So that tells me a couple of things. One, you are the critic of your own success. Virgo mm-hmm. is the critic of the Zodiac. It, it criticizes because it is looking for efficiency. It needs to analyze things. So as you're growing, because your business is growing, your businesses are growing, Mm -hmm. getting yourself out of that obsession, obsession, Mm -hmm. Virgo prison, one of my teachers called it, where Mm -hmm. you're overthinking every little move you make. When we have that Virgo there, that's in the middle. So the Virgo energy in your success puts you in the middle. You need people around you to help you start it and end it. Yep. That totally makes sense. Yeah. And it's, you know, Virgo energy is about being clear versus being mad. Looking at like the little minutia of whatever you developed and look at it more like, is this efficient? Is this functioning efficiently? Mm -hmm. Can I, can I, is this disciplined? Like Virgo is about, is about healthy discipline. 
you know, and so in your success in the 10th house of where you are, there is a lot of discipline that goes into it, which you're already doing, right? And let's look at Davide's two, six, 10. Okay, his are all earth signs. So his are going to feel, his need that true stability. Yeah, he is lost without any sort of, when he's not completely stable, he's losing his mind. Yeah, so in his house of self-worth, talents, and money, it's ruled by Virgo. So again, like he's probably super critical of himself. I have second yes. house Virgo stuff. So I'm constantly like, I'm such a loser. Like yeah. criticizing, ev- I say something, I'm like, why did you say that? It's like, <laughs> what the fuck up, Ramona? Like, it doesn't matter. Like, so, and part of observing that as his partner is getting him out of that petty place mm-hmm. where he's nitpicking everything and be like, Get back to the place where it's, give me more specific details around how it is working efficiently. And then his day-to-day is ruled by Capricorn. So that is a lot of structure. He yeah. needs to- Oh my God, that's so funny. He has, he's so crazy about structure. Structure. He needs it in his day-to-day, like there is nobody's business. We went to, he has a place where he likes to get a coffee and a croissant in the morning. And I'm whatever about it. And we went to a different place one day. Cause I was like, let's try this new place. And he, we walked in and it was quiet and the guy was rude to him and the coffee wasn't that good. And it was like out of our way. And they didn't even have like the gluten-free thing that I thought they were going to have. And he was a rack. He was a rack for probably three hours. I mean, he was like, why would you do that to me? I have my place. I like to go. Like, I know the guy there. They say hi to me. Like, reminds me of being in Milan. Like, this guy was rude to me. Now, all I'm going to think about is why was this guy rude to me? And how do you have a business like that? Like, why are Americans... Like, just complete spiral. Oh, yeah. He needs practical, dependable (laughs) day-to-day. Not literally. And then his 10th house, his house of accomplishments, is ruled by Taurus. So he really needs this artistic, vibey, sensual, yep. Yep. steadfast accomplishment, which is kind of in which what- is literally what he's doing. Yeah. So like he just, you know, let him alone to just make art and like be vibey and have an aesthetic to him because that's <laughs> how he feels. It's so funny. It's literally, but it's so helpful for your relationship because it's like, He'll stay at the store forever making it perfect or he'll like spend like two hours on a Sunday, like fixing the garage and like working on his car and taking photos of it and has the music on and creating this whole thing. And where I used to be like, it's Sunday, like you've worked all week, like you work on Saturdays, like we should be doing stuff to connect. Like I've had to learn that like it's important to him and to not force those things. No. Yeah. No. He just wants to like, yeah, he wants to organize the garage. Yeah. He, because that's, that's his worth yeah. in an organization. Right. Mm-hmm. And yes, he wants to look at beautiful things all the time. That's how he feels accomplished mm-hmm. because Taurus rules 10th house. Now Taurus rules your seventh house. So you need to feel that in your relationships. You need to feel that sensuality. You need to feel that beauty in your relationships. And the baby, we already talked about, where did her chart go? The baby is in the 12th house and the 11th house. So a lot of her groups will need to be that way. And a lot of her karma too. And then like the other thing that I look at, which it's probably too much for now, but I also do transit readings. So just to see like where the planets are 
right now. So what we just did were your natal charts. Those never change. So if you come back, the natal chart for all three of those people will never change. The transit chart is what the planets are doing right now. They all move uh, around the chart at different times. So it's good to just kind of look and see like what's going on in in today. I'm not going to do the well, actually, let me look at the babies real quick. Okay, so they're they're we're really right now looking at where Pluto and Saturn are because they've been sort of rolling together in the past couple of years. The astrologers have been looking at this time for th- for centuries is a pretty wild time to be a human being. Really? And, uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, there were <laughs> there were some planetary I alignments. <laughs> yeah, there were like some planetary alignments that were had not been the same since like the fall of Rome or since like they 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 compare like what was going on like at all these different moments in history and this is it's just really intense to be a person. And yeah. so for her, the baby right now, that energy is is in her 8th house, which is her house of cycles. So one Pluto is in Capricorn. So that's really developing structure as she cycles right now. And Saturn is really about giving her structure to her authentic self, to the chaos in her life that helps her find her genius. That's what Aquarius energy is about. For you, those planets are between your sixth house, which is your day-to-day and your seventh house. So number one, Developing a new structure in your day-to-day, which I know that has been a lot of what you're going yes, through. That's what I'm literally doing right now. Yeah. And like, it's really important for you to just have, because it's in Capricorn, it's Pluto and Capricorn. I would say, number one, it feels like hell developing this new structure. The Pluto placement tells us, where does it feel like hell? Capricorn tells us, add structure, organization, and accomplishment. Got it. Feel Feel accomplished in your day-to-day. And then you have Saturn, which rules Capricorn, which is quite interesting, in the seventh house in Aquarius. So it's really about you right now developing a new structure in which the chaos of the relationship helps you find your genius. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or helps you find your authentic self. Oh, wait, sorry. That's Davide's. Don't, that's not you. That was Davide's. Yours is in, oh, but I see what's in your, I see what's in your sixth house is Uranus, but the, in your daily habits house is the planet of chaos. So, <laughs> hmm. but it's in Taurus. So it is chaotic. Yeah. So it's about finding steadfastness, finding, finding grounding to help it teach you. So every time it makes you feel a type of way, I want you to ask yourself, what is this teaching me? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And your two planets are in your house of communication. So how are you developing a new structure in which you communicate? How does that, how does, how does that old way of communicating, what needs to die there in order for you to have this new structure in which you're speaking? Mm, and then what is the accomplishment within yourself that allows you to communicate in this regard? which is kind of what you're doing with this podcast, right? Yeah. And Instagram really, it's like so crazy how much like satisfaction I get out of like that form of communication. Mm -hmm. Cause I just love the connection. Well, this was amazing. 
Oh my God, this was so good. So let's, <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying. Like, this is great. This is my favorite thing to do. And I did give, I do have a little offer for all of your listeners. Yes, tell them. So I am offering for the month. So the month after this podcast launches, I am giving $25 off all of my readings. So the link is in my bio and we can Where can talk people about, find you? You can find me on Instagram at Aloha Moans or <laughs> So cute. <laughs> or my website, Ramona Sidlow, S-I-D-L-O. And yeah, let's talk about your chart. Let's get into it. So we can do individual astrology readings where we're just talking about you. Maybe you're going through a breakup. Maybe you're finding a new job. Maybe you just feel like complete. I feel like this is really good for all of my listeners who... I oftentimes will get a girl that's like around like 27, 28. And I'm always like, you're going through your Saturn return. And I feel like that's such a good, you know, I remember sitting at the Max Fish with Lindsay Thornburg. And I was like, my life is really, I was like 26. And I was like, my life right now is totally what it's going to be forever. Like, I love my boyfriend and like, this is what's going to happen. And this is just, this is it. And I've like settled into this thing. Or maybe I wasn't even 26. I think it was like 20 fucking four. I think it was okay. like 24. And I was like, yeah, because it was like that boyfriend. It was my second boyfriend. And and she looked at me and like took a sip of her fucking drink and was like, bitch, call me after your Saturn return. <laughs> Everything overnight changed for me. Everything that's when I changed. started. That's when I started seeing healers. That's when I started seeing astrologers. So yeah, if you're 27 or even younger this is a really good place to set a foundation for how you want to be in the world. Yes. Um, if you're launching a business, I can help with like cosmic consultation around like your, the chart of your business, which we need to pull the LPA. We got to figure out what LPA is. <laughs> um, you know, the energy healings are a little bit different, but I was about to they, say that's so the energy healings are so good too. Yeah. So that's about getting your body, mind, and spirit back into alignment. All are about finding helpful tools to connect to your mind, body, and spirit, and then integrate that into your day-to-day. And then I teach meditation. So I teach this really trippy chakra balancing meditation. That needs to be my next thing with you. Okay. (laughs) I can't can't do it. I got you girl. Like, and, and this year I really want to, I really want to, um, be a part. I want to be in community more. And I want to develop a group of people that care about loving themselves. Because like I said earlier, I'm a self-love advocate. And the more I can be inspired by people in my community who are doing the work to love themselves, the more exciting things are in life for me. So um, thanks. Thank you, (laughs) mom. All right. Love you. I love you. I love you. And everything will be in the, all the links to everything for Ramona will be in the description of the episode. Thank you. Bye. And that, ladies and gentlemen, concludes this week's episode of Everything is the Best. I hope you enjoyed it. Please rate, review, subscribe, all that stuff. Maybe leave a comment. But remember, shitty comments are for shitty people. Go ahead and follow me on Instagram at Pia Barangini. And I hope you have a fabulous, fabulous rest of your day. Love you. Ciao.